Welcome to What's Your Hustle? In this episode, I have a conversation with the president of Cary West Edmonton. Samantha and I talk about the three-day event that takes place in August, the time where music, food, and the Caribbean culture come to life. We talk about the importance of celebrating culture, the friendliness of the Caribbean, and the legacy that carries on. So let's get into it. Here's What's Your Hustle, Cary West Festival, with my guest, Samantha Alexander. Hey listeners, it's Halima with What's Your Hustle, and I'm here today with Samantha Alexander, the VP of Cary West in Edmonton. How are you? I'm good, Halima. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to do this with you. Some of my listeners know I'm an Indo-Caribbean woman. My parents are from Guyana. So I'm excited to do this with you because Carrie West has been a staple in my life. So I'm so happy to sit down with you today. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. I know we've, this has been in the making for almost two years, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the listeners, what is Carrie West? Uh, so Carrie West um, is a Caribbean arts uh, festival that happens in August, um, and it's a three-day event, um, so it takes place the second weekend in August, or um, if you like to think of the weekend after the long weekend in August, um, and so it's on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, Friday being our showcase night of our um, larger-than-life costumes, so we like to call it our Friday night extravaganza, and on Saturday, uh, we have our our world-renowned parade that takes place at noon, um, and then there's the Caribbean Village, which takes place after the parade and also on Sunday, and that's where people can, you know, taste the foods from the Caribbean and listen to music and watch performances as well. Yeah, and it's always packed every year, and especially, you know, now in 2022, we're more more than excited to get it started again, and, you know, we, we did get a little taste of it last year, and had yeah. to adapt for the culture and for the the times we were in, but I think this year I'm excited for it because we're we open now. Yeah. How did Carrie West get started in Edmonton? Oh, so uh, Carrie West would have started back in the early '80s, um, and in particular, um, one of the the founders um, of well, the Western Carnival Development Association is, is where it began. Um, and so, yeah, one of the original founders was um, Cecil George, um, and along with along with others. And the first festival was put on in 1984. Um, and I believe, um, I believe it took place in Mill Woods, um, was where the first festival took place. And same same format, you know, three day three day event. Um, and you know, there were a lot of um, you know Caribbean families, you know, people that had moved here. Um, and really, it was just a way to you know keep the culture alive and, and bring it to their new home here in Edmonton. Yeah, and, like, to see it grow over the last, like, 35 years, it's just, it's been incredible. Incredible. We're actually going into our 38th year Look at year. that. <laughs> yeah, 30, 38th consecutive year. We're pretty proud. Of yeah. That, you know, the fact that we've kept it going consecutively each year, so. Who is the team behind Carrie West? Oh my goodness, there are so many, um, and, and I hope I don't forget anybody, so maybe I won't necessarily call everybody out by name, but um, really it's, you know, the board, um, and, you know, I have to acknowledge the board from, you know, back in 84 up till now, because um, we really, 
you know, each board that comes in, it really is building upon the previous board. So, you know, every board sets a foundation and we all, you know, strive to continue to achieve that and, you know, add to the festival each year as it grows. So board members are definitely key. Um, also our mass band leaders, without them, there would be no costumes and no parades. So really have to acknowledge them. Um, as well as just all our volunteers that come out and help us with our three-day event and also help us with any events that we may put on throughout the year, help us with our bingos, so I have to acknowledge them as well. And then it's the community at large, everybody that comes out, um, you know, whether it be their first time coming out to the festival or those like yourself that return every year, yeah. um, you know, without uh, that community support and, and audience, um, yeah, our, our festival may not be going into its 38th year. So those, those are people that I'd like to acknowledge absolutely and you know coming down to chip down the street or you know just participating and eating and it's just an incredible experience to be involved in and you do feel like family you do feel part of the community yeah how did you get involved with Carrie West and the foundation um well for me um you know my parents were heavily involved um since the you know first festival and I was in the first festival in 84. I remember my sailor costume that I wore. Um, and growing up, I, I always participated. I think there was a, a few years where I was a, a teenager and, and didn't participate because maybe I thought it was too cool. And, and then in my young adult life, I, you know, returned and would bring along my, my friends to, to come and jump up with me. Um, in getting involved, like with the board itself, um, my first, my first, um, attempt was in, I believe it was 2006 or 2007, I uh, I was part of the committee that worked on um, the Miss Carrie West pageant. Um, so that was my first my first try. Um, and then I didn't go back until 2016. So 2016 is when I first joined the board um, and have been on the board ever since. It's funny that, you know, you mentioned like as your teens, you're, you find this sort of gap in like, do I want to participate? Am I too cool for this? I I think I experienced a similar thing. There was like at least three years where I'm like, I kind of don't want to go. <laughs> and, you know? Yeah, I was, I was shy. I didn't want to put on a costume. I didn't want to walk down the street. I still went to, you know, the festival itself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there were those dark years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. When the year that I like... I remember the year after I stopped going, it was the year that I went, my dad was a truck driver in the parade, and then I was just like, I'm actually kind of shy and awkward and don't want to be on the back of the truck and like throwing beads and stuff or waving my flag and then in the truck and waving at people and that was great, but then after that I found like, this is too much, I think, like, I think like you get that, that jolt of like, being an extrovert and being out there and you know our culture is that our culture is, is we welcome everybody we feed everybody and then I think it's a normal teenage thing to be like I need to recluse and just figure out my own and then getting back in touch with that part of ourselves and that community and our culture is a beautiful thing and you come into it with like brand new eyes and I think that that's so special yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And you said that family is what it is, right? You feel like you, you know, you were missing out on your family. And, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, you come back and you're like, 
why wasn't I here? <laughs> when people partake in this festival, what should they expect? Oh, geez. It's nothing but fun and enjoyment and just those, you know, happy vibes. And, you know, it's just a, a festival that um, just sparks joy. Um, there's just so much, so much excitement. Like, if you love to listen to music and you love to dance and, and feel free to, you know, dance any way that you would like to, and, you know, just to enjoy other people's company and learn about culture. Uh, you know, that's really what it's about. Like three days sometimes, you know, we did that last day and we're like, oh no, like this is it. Like there's no more. Because um, you just had such an amazing time. And again, connecting with, you know, sometimes friends that you haven't seen for a year. Um, it, it's just, it's kind of like a big party. Yeah. Three day long party. <laughs> <laughs> and a party that's well needed, especially after, you know, you have, let's say seven months of, just same thing and work and all of these things and then all of a sudden you get to like relax and enjoy and be with people that you that you get to expose your culture to and I think that especially in a city like Edmonton to keep it going for 38 years of bigger and better and more exposure especially now in 2022 and the turn that culture has had I think it's really really beautiful In the last two years, Carrie West has had to make a huge pivot, 2020 and 2021, being virtual and low-key, but still hype. I still had so much fun. Uh, what was the hardest thing about the change? Jeez, uh, uh, I think the hardest thing was just adapting, right? Um, you know, 2020, we, we did end up having a virtual event, um, but it was very last minute. Um, I think we made our announcement in April. Um, along with all the other festivals and events um, that we were not going to be having Carry West this year. Um, and then, like so many organizations out there and festivals, um, you know, some were finding a way to adapt and, and bring it online. Uh, so that was something that we had to look at as well. And is this something that we think we can pull off? And I think we had about six weeks to do it when we decided that, okay, you know, let's try and put together a virtual show and, and kind of keep this going. And so we were able to do that. And, you know, the whole team pulled together at the time. And, you know, we were able to, you know, tap the shoulders of our entertainers and our musicians. And we even got to, to do a bit of a parade um, with the Edmonton Arts Council. So they were doing a festival in a box on, on Saturdays. And we were able to join forces with them and put on a parade, although it wasn't on the same typical weekend and it wasn't in the same typical format. It was in September. Uh, so we're worried it was going to be a little bit colder, but the, the sun gods came out for us and yes. it was a beautiful day in the Duncan area. Yeah. And then last year, you know, 2021, uh, it was virtual again. And, you know, we had learned from experience in the past years and um, we were able to, to do it again and be a lot more efficient in 2021. And that shift, I'm sure it was like a big learning for you from you know being extroverted and out and you know lots of people gathering to this oh no it's not the same it's not the same vibe what was that like uh it's interesting right because that's exactly it we, we draw on the energy of you know the community and people being out there and, and seeing us so it, it was a, a bit of a shift and, and learning and then we had to learn about technology in terms of audio and video and how do we deliver this you know, on, on a online platform. Um, 
I mean, we made it through and we learned and, you know, we pulled on um, experts, right? Like, so we, you know, went down the road of, of hiring experts in those, in those fields and in video and, and audio communications. And uh, they really worked with us to help deliver um, what we think was a, a great product in the end. The team is preparing for the 2022 mass set and fun and parade. What kind of feelings do you go through with the optimism of being back in the full swing of the experience? We're excited. We're excited as a forward um, to get back out there and produce and put on our festival as it should be. And, you know, our community and our band leaders are very excited as well. Um, the way things are looking, it looks like we're going to have a lot of um, a lot of costumes um, out in the parade this year. We've got bands that have, you know, possibly taken a bit of a break over the last few years, um, are coming back to join us, and, and everybody's excited to, you know, bring their masks and show what they've been working on. So some have been working on their costumes for, you know, a couple of years during mm-hmm. the pandemic, and so I think everybody's just, you know, really excited to get back out there and... Um, you know, the feeling is the feeling's good. We're we're optimistic for sure that um, our festival will return in its full format this year. <laughs> get your flags. We're prepared. Yes. Yeah. Get your flags ready. <laughs> we're we're coming. Get your flags ready. We yeah. <laughs> Especially with all the new music that's been coming out from all of these oh, no. incredible <laughs> artists. <laughs> uh, Please don't ask me about music. No, that's okay. <laughs> I will a little bit later, but I promise it's okay. an easy question. Okay. <laughs> well, for some. <laughs> How do you manage the stress of putting on such an event and to make sure that the team is taken care of? And it's not only just this event. Like, during the winter time, you guys did have skate at Churchill Square, but City Hall, you guys did have skate nights. Yeah. And how do you manage yeah. that stress of putting together these events and making sure that the team morale is still there um you know we we try to um, approach any additional um events outside of the carrots festival um it, 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 we like we're all a volunteer board so we're 100 percent volunteers we all have you know full-time jobs so when we're doing something outside of the three-day festival we really have to ensure that, that it makes sense um because we don't want to put any stress on on our team members um so you know the skate night um is probably a really good example that was a partnership with the edmonton arts council who has been really great um so really it was them putting on the events and us just coming out and and supporting and um you know really just having a partnership helping them you know a small piece and then um ensuring that we were helping to promote and get people out so we actually did it twice with them um and both times both times were great um you know, second time was a little bit colder, but still had a ton of people out, had a great time. I got to practice my skating. <laughs> so it was really good. But just, yeah, in terms of managing stress, I mean, we're always talking to each other. And like I said, we're, we, we try not to, while we want to build our festival each year um, and add to it, um, you know, whether that be through adding additional pieces or enhancing what we've already got, um, we really really do work as a board and it's not just a you know a one person decision it's got to be something that we all believe in and think that we can carry out to its um, full potential amazing you said that you know it is a volunteer experience and 
everybody does have a full-time job. We all know what that's like when you're working on your passion, but you also have to maintain and you have responsibility. How do you balance and take care of your own mental health while trying to hopefully maintain some sort of and living life? Oh, geez. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't know how I do it personally. Uh, I mean, I I guess I try to take time out where I can, Um, you know, with being on the board for as many years as I have, I, I, have a pretty good sense of, you know, when the high season is and, and, you know, when it's, you know, a bit lower. So I do try to, um, accomplish as much as I can in that lower season so that as we get closer to the festival and it gets busy, um, my time is a little bit more freed up to, you know, assist and help in, in other areas. I, I personally like to keep busy all the time. So I kind of thrive off of, off of that and yeah. being busy and, you know, when I don't have something to do, it feels odd to me. Like to be able to sit for like half a day is, is weird to me. So I, I like to keep going and, and keep moving. And yeah, um, I maybe that's how I manage. <laughs> that's how I manage myself. But uh, uh, yeah, I just you know I try to keep a balance, and you know I do take time out for myself. But uh, yeah, your form of self love and self care is just being consistent for what you do in your work. Yeah. And if that's, if that's something that, you know, enriches your life and fills your cup, I I think self-care and, and love and maintaining mental health looks different for everybody. And it's what works, right? What is your favorite part of being part of this legacy? Favorite part. I I think my favorite part would just be just that being part of it. Um, It'll be nice to look back, you know, say 10 years from now, um, and just know that I had the opportunity to, you know, be a part of the festival and help shaping it to where it is. Um, I said in the beginning, you know, it's, it's um, building upon, you know, things that have been done in the past by, you know, past boards. And um, I, I think that that will continue. So I'm just happy to be a part of that journey of the overall organization and, and keeping Carrie West alive here in Edmonton. Yeah, having your piece of the story within the story. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Why is it important to uphold traditions such as this one? Uh, well, it's a part of who we are. It, you know, like we're, it's a Caribbean culture. Um, and, you know, for me, I, I find it's a way for me to, to learn um, and grow and understand my culture, not to forget, you know, you know, where we've come from and, you know, how we've come to be and, you know, yes, we live here in Edmonton and we're Canadian, um, but we are also Caribbean. And so um, for me, I, I think it's important to keep that culture alive and to keep, you know, teaching it to the younger generation because um, it's something we wouldn't want to, you know, obviously we don't want it to go away. And so I think that this festival helps that. I, I think it helps to bring it to the forefront and, you know, it, it'll it'll give younger you know, generations, a chance to connect, even if it's just, you know, three days out of the year, um, it gives them an opportunity to embrace their culture. Absolutely. I know my niece is six years old, and all she knows is Carrie West. Like my sister, when she was little, uh, her parents got her a onesie that's like, trust me, I'm Guyanese. And, you know, it's just, it's cute, because it's it's the flag that covers her whole chest, because it's a little onesie. But, But now, you know, she goes, she waves her flag, and it's you're right it's one of these things that 
we can carry into the next generation. And it goes back to you telling the story and being part of the story. It is our story. We are Edmonton, yeah. but we are so many more things and full of love and flavor and all the good things that mixed up in that. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. What continuously inspires you and the team to keep going? Jeez, that's a big question. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's it's that three-day event. Like, when it gets here... Um, it happens so fast and then it ends and to look back and you know be able to say job well done I think that's what we strive for in the end and so I think that's what keeps us going is knowing that we've you know been putting on a successful um, festival for so long like we don't want to be we don't want to be the year where it flops right we don't want to yeah. be the year where it fails we don't want to we don't want to be the year where nothing happens so I, I think that's probably um, a good driver for us all um, everyone probably has their own, you know, personal reasons, but I think it also just goes back to, you know, wanting to help keep the culture alive Absolutely. as well. The beauty of Carrie West, especially for myself as an Indo-Caribbean woman being born in Edmonton, it's being able to see the people in the beautiful costumes or just dip, chipping down the street in their beautiful brown skin, embracing and having fun and celebrating who they are. What is the message you hope Carrie West sends to everyone who comes across it in any form, whether on the board or volunteering or just on the street and experiencing it? Um, you know, I, I think that I, it, anybody that attends, whether it be their first time or their, you know, 38th time, mm -hmm. um, I, I think the message I want to leave behind is that they, you know, share their experience with others, right? Take it, Take it back to your to your own peoples and your own families and friends and, and tell them about your experience. And, um, you know, I've had friends that have participated, you know, in, in a costume, wearing a costume, and they've had just an amazing time. And then they return, right? And they tell, they tell others. And um, I, I think that's what I would want people to, to go away with or come away with from the experience is just to share with others just how, how joyful and how, um, accepted they felt because I, I do believe our, our festival is very accepting of everybody. We're so inclusive. We encourage everybody, all shapes, all forms, you know, all colors. Our, our festival really is about anybody that wants to just be happy and free to, to come check out our festival and, and come participate in, in the parade. Yeah. Love more people to participate. <laughs> and experience something that you may not have experienced or right. something that brings you so much happiness, right? Because you don't know unless you try. And that's, I think that's, you don't know. You don't know. You try. <laughs> right. and, and it's amazing because when the parade goes down the street, like I feel like everybody that's watching, watching in the back of their minds, they feel like they are secretly wishing that they had a costume <laughs> yes. and were in the parade. So, so just do it. Just find a band and yeah, yeah or even like wait till the very I typically we tend to typically wait till the very last uh one and then we start chipping down the street with them all the way with them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With the people's band yeah that yeah to be very popular yeah, yeah yeah that we started that a little while back and um yeah so we call it the people's band and, and that last that last um, group that goes through uh, the audience is allowed to join in. Yeah. So, yeah. It's incredible. You guys, you have to experience it for yourselves. It's so much fun. What are your top five songs? 
We gotta do it for the music. What are we? Uh, I, I don't know that I could pick five okay. songs. I don't know that I could pick five songs. Uh, there's many artists out there that I, that sure. I love. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I one song that I've just been loving over the last few years um, came out in 2019 um, is uh, Savannah Grass. Oh, yes. Right? Like, yeah. I just, I love that song and it just sparks so much emotion yeah. and joy. Um, one of our, our one of our entertainment groups last year for a virtual they um, they did a cover of it, so they, they sang that song, and we were just recording in a studio, um, so it was a pre-recorded segment, and they sang that song, and it made me tear up. Oh. Everyone's like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "Well, because the last time we heard this song was in 2019 when we were all together, and we're not all together, and I'm just so sad." Yeah. <laughs> But it's not a sad song. Like, no. It just, it just brought back, you know, yeah. that feeling of everybody being together in community. And, you know, it was the, the song in 2019. And so, yeah, it just made me, just made me feel there. So. Yeah. So that's my favorite song. I won't That's okay. That <laughs> and that is an amazing song. I think the beautiful thing about, you know, soca artists and reggae artists, it's it's one of these things that it's just like, the good mood that you're instantly in when you yeah. hear Kess or when you hear Michelle, yeah. when like when you're just just there and you're vibing, there's like there's nothing there's nothing wrong. Nothing can be wrong. <laughs> it's just me, music that moves you. Absolutely, sure, 100%. absolutely. <laughs> if anyone wants to get involved with Carrie West in terms of volunteering and supporting, how can they do so? Um, well, the best thing to do is uh, visit um, our website at carrywest.ca. Um, so that's where we will, you know, keep everyone informed of all the happenings and it gets updated regularly. And also following us on social media as well. Um, so we're on Facebook, um, Instagram, and, and Twitter as well. Um, Facebook and Instagram are probably your best sources for information. So that's, uh, for Facebook, we're um, at Carrie West Festival. And on Instagram, we are Carrie West YDG. I will put yeah. the details of how to contact Carrie West in the description of this episode. Samantha, I want to thank you so much for sitting down with me. I'm everything that is great in the world is worth the wait, and I'm I'm so happy we got to do this and got to do the episode. It is amazing to see the work that you and the team do. As a Carrie West OG, I love it. It's it's part of my staple of life, and I'm always sad if one year I can't make it, but I always do try and support. And for anyone listening, it's it's an amazing foundation. It's an amazing legacy. It's an amazing time. It's part of Edmonton that is beautiful. It is loud. It takes up space, rightfully so. And it will continue to take up the space because it's well-deserved. So thank you so much. Thank you, Halima, for having me. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Be sure to check out Carrie West Weekend in Edmonton, August 5th through 7th. Thank you for listening to What's Your Hustle, created, produced, and hosted by yours truly, Halima Hussein. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Your Hustle Podcast. Subscribe, listen, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify, 
as well as anywhere else you stream podcasts. And until next time, whatever your hustle is, you got this.